Welcome to Arkansas AgCast, your source for the latest news and views in Arkansas agriculture. Arkansas AgCast is produced by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation. On this edition of Arkansas AgCast, I am joined by Heather Frederick, Assistant Director of the Center for Arkansas Farms and Food. Thank you for joining us today, Heather. Hi, Rob. Thanks for having me. Uh, Well, to get started, uh, I was hoping you could give us a little background on the Center for Arkansas Farms and Food. Tell us what you're all about, how how you came to be, uh, all that good stuff. Yeah, the Center for Arkansas Farms and Food, or CAF is the acronym uh, we often use, is um, it's a newer program in the Division of Agriculture. Uh, We've been around since about, um, at least visibly since about 2019, um, when we launched our, our programs, we first started recruiting for our apprenticeship program. And our, you know, bigger goals for our program are to strengthen and enhance our local and regional food systems in Arkansas. Okay. And so you're oh. associated with the University of Arkansas. Yes, we are located in the agriculture research uh, station. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Here in Fayetteville is kind of our home base. I got gotcha. um, Although we have, you know, we partner with, we have a lot of partners in the community that, that help make us successful. Well, um, uh, yeah, tell us about some of those partners and, and how you work together. Yeah, so we work really closely with the Northwest Arkansas Land Trust. Um, they have new programs that are really focused on preserving farmland um, here in uh, Northwest Arkansas. Um, we have high development pressure here mm-hmm. and we need to keep uh, farmland affordable for, you know, so we can have farms that, that grow our food. Um, we also work with uh, a newer organization, at least here in um, Arkansas, it's called uh, the Food Conservancy. Mm-hmm. And so they aggregate produce from a lot of small farms um, into larger quantities. And so they can um, sell into uh, institutional markets, grocery stores, you know, hospitals, those kind of operations. Sure. And then we also work with um, the National Center for Appropriate Technology, and that's a national organization, but they have offices across the country, and they have one based here in Fayetteville. And so we partner with them on some of our um, educational efforts. Okay. And and then you know also very important importantly we work with our local co- uh, cooperative uh, county extension offices. Um, yeah. In Benton and Washington County, especially, but we also partner um, at the state level with different uh, specialists that are that are in the horticulture kind of arena. So most of I w- I'll also add that most of yeah. what we do is really focused on specialty crop production, which includes mm-hmm. fruits and vegetables, uh, flowers, herbs, those types of products. I got you. So you mentioned the the educational aspect of what you're doing, and I know it's kind of a multi multifaceted thing. You've got you've got farm school and farm apprenticeships. Can you can you tell us about that and how it's structured and and who you're targeting with all of this? Yeah, um, with our farm school, that's um, an 11 month experiential learning program. It's based uh, at the um, it takes place out at the research farm north of campus here in Fayetteville. Okay, um, it's. It's production, you know, the students are working in the field. Um, they're also, we have a really strong business component mm-hmm. uh, in the program too, to really focus on building up entrepreneurial skills. So students are also like, they're um, building their business plans and talking about marketing plans. And they're also getting their hands and experience doing all these uh, types of things. We um, are, are kind of like our next year program, um, 
you know, the, the farm school is really great for those who don't have um, much experience in, you know, any kind of farm experience. Mm -hmm. um, but they, but they are seriously considering, you know, this pathway as a, as a profession. Sure. Um, it's, it's not really, you know, we're, we're not teaching for like backyard gardening or hobbyists. Yeah, this is right. like farming as a profession. Um, that's why we're really focused on those business skills. Um, in our apprenticeship program, it's kind of like the next, you know, it was designed as the next step because we want people coming into the apprenticeship program to have a little bit of experience. We um, have a curriculum that goes alongside of that, that again, it's also focused on um, production, business and legal issues. Um, but the bulk of the learning for this program really takes place on the farm, working alongside experienced farms. Um, and so, you know, these apprentices become employees of the farm. And so we, there's, we have an interesting matchmaking process that goes along with that program. Yeah. How does that work exactly? You pair them up with uh, an existing farmer out there somewhere? Yeah, it's, um, at, we're, we're really working in partnership with those farmers because mm -hmm. we get an application from those who want to become, you know, want to be in the apprenticeship program. We look at what their interests are you know, what kind of experience they want to have. Um, and then I pass that application along to the farmers that kind of like fit that kind of interest of, of the apprentice. And, you know, with the apprenticeship program, we're able to work with um, farms that also have some livestock um, components to them as well as the, the you know, fruits and vegetables. Sure. So how, how do you go about making those connections with the farmers in the area? Um, I've worked in um, the food and farming for mm -hmm. uh, quite a long time um, through my work at the university. And that kind of, you know, some of that work um, is over time is, has built up to what these current programs are. Um, mm -hmm. I've worked with the farmers markets here in Northwest Arkansas for a really long time. And um, I worked uh more generally at the state level too. And so I've just gotten to know um, a lot of farms. Um, right. We do have a vetting process for the farm mentors. You know, we want them to have at least five years of commercial experience. You know, we want them to have sustainable plans for their soil health or crop rotations, their livestock plans. Um, we, I have to, uh, I, I'll do an, uh, like a half day interview with them, come to their farm, you know, and that just gives me an idea of like their, their teaching skills, um, you know, because there's some really good farmers out there that aren't necessarily have that teaching mindset, you right, know. So, right. you know, the mentors have to be able to weigh, um, have, they have to be wear both of those hats. Like they have to understand like, yes, this is a, you know, of course they understand like this is a farm that I, a bit farm business that I'm running and I need to make sure that I'm making money, but yeah. also like you know, this apprentice is coming to learn and gain experiences. It's, they're not just like a general laborer. Right. You know, what they, what they might have on their farm. Yeah. In addition to doing things, they need to be learning things as well. So that, that, yeah. that would take the right personality and right uh, mindset for the whole thing. Absolutely. Um, have you had any trouble, uh, you know, identifying farmers for the program or have you found that there, there are many interested in, in sharing their knowledge? Yeah. Interestingly, you know, we haven't had, problems finding farm mentors um we've had a, a little bit of you know some hurdles finding applicants sure that you know are are qualified that you know make good matches for those farms because 
you know, the farms are, you know, this person is, they're hiring this part, this, this person. And so, um, and, and sometimes there's, you know, different kind of obstacles such as like, you know, being, uh, you know, living in a really remote area or, you know, I'm not being able to provide some of our farms provide housing. Some of them don't, you know, some apprentices need housing. Some of them don't, you know, so there's some other just, you know, um, you know, life issues that come along with, um, the program as well. So where do you find that you're getting most of your interns? Uh, are they Arkansas residents? Are they coming through the program? Are they coming from out of, out of state? Where, where are they coming from? Yeah, we, it's a good balance for the apprenticeship program. It's a good balance of in-state and out-of-state. Okay. Um, You know, we've got some of our farm mentors are kind of well-known for accepting interns. And, you know, the ATRA program has a listing of internships that are available from across the country. And so, you know, Dripping Springs is um, the farm that I'm thinking about, and they are, have been hosting interns for like 30 years or something. So they have a really wow. good reputation. And so, you know, we get, um, a, you know, I wouldn't say everybody, but several people that come, you know, through them are coming from out of state. Uh, we, we get a lot of interest um, just here in Northwest Arkansas, mm-hmm. um, although we don't exclude anybody from, you know, other parts of the state, but especially those that are um, like, they have their housing situated. They don't need right. to find, you know, they don't want to relocate to a farm. They want to stay where they're living. Yeah. Um, with our farm school though, um, I would say most of those people um, are from here in Arkansas, not, not 100% from Northwest Arkansas, but, you know, throughout Arkansas, um, we've got a, a okay. really good reputate, representation. Well, I'm, I'm curious, uh, uh, you know, have, have you been following what happens with, with your students and your interns uh, after they finish the program? Are they, are they starting businesses or getting into farming full time when, when they're finished with the classes and internships and that sort of thing? Yeah, excitingly, they are continuing to go on and work in the field, literally. Um, We've got, um, you know, this is, we're, you know, we're a pretty new program. So we're, we don't have a lot of people that we're keeping track of. Sure. So it's pretty easy at this point. But we've got um, from our graduates from last year, um, uh, we have a few that have gone on to start their own farms, like farming independently. Okay. And we've got... um, several that are going to work on somebody else's farm yet. Um, and so they're just, you know, we've got a couple that have purchased lands. Um, so they are, you know, they're doing, they're, they're, you know, using the skills that they learn and, you know, starting to soar with them. So that's really exciting to see. That's great. Uh, and how long has the program been around? So we launched, we, we offered our first, um, apprenticeship cohort in 2020, um, you know, right Mm -hmm. just as the pandemic was hitting. Um, (laughs) yeah, so that was pretty exciting time. (laughs) Um, we definitely had to, you know, um, do a little bit of pivoting, but at that point we had finished all of our classes that go along with the apprenticeship program and we had all of our matches were made. So we were, you know, we were pretty sitting, sitting pretty solid and mm-hmm. everybody stayed with it, you know, which was great. Um, and so we, but last year was our first year for the farm school. So we're in our second year for farm school and our third year for um, the apprenticeship program right now. Okay. 
And yeah. so have you, are, are you finding that uh, you're building good relationships with both, you know, students who are going out there um, and, and with the farmers and that sort of thing, kind of building some momentum and, and word of mouth? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think word of mouth is like really the biggest kind of um, uh, way to get, you know, people really interested. Um, you know, farming is, it's a, it's not a profession that everybody thinks about going into. It's not a profession that's, you know, for everybody. Um, but we're really hoping that we can, you know, identify those people that are considering this avenue and, um, you know, giving them, giving them the skills that they need to, to be successful. So, you know, beyond land, uh, land trust program, apprenticeship program, how are you helping connect students to farmers? Are there any other events or activities uh, that you guys coordinate in the area? Yeah, we, uh, we do incorporate a lot of farm tours and we bring farms, farmers in as guests to okay. our classes. Um, but outside of our, you know, kind of primary programs, we're offering these networking events. Um, we haven't COVID has really impacted um, our ability to do these networking events, but it's something that we're planning for this year to offer a couple um, kind of like, you know, specific target uh, topic, specific networking events. Um, We've got one in the works on, um, uh, you know, accessing land. Um, We've got another one, like maybe this fall that might be, uh, you know, connecting um, kind of like chefs, and food okay. service, you know, right. uh, operators to farmers, um, kind of making those market connections. Um, but then we also have these really informal um, monthly gatherings um, called Beers with Farmers, where we just like meet up at a, a local oh, yeah. brewery. I was, hoping you were gonna, and I was hoping you were going to mention that one. I, I heard about yeah. that one, so I was hoping that would get a mention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, we just had one this week, um, and and it's just you know we don't have there's no big topics of discussion. We're just, it's just very yeah, informal. It's social People connection. get together. Yeah. It's just like you know, laid back. You know, have a beer, chat, see what's going on. So those are really fun. Well, that, that's that sounds good. I kind of want to uh, switch for a second. Talk about the business aspect of this, and I imagine that's you know uh, as much as people are interested because they they've always wanted to work in farming or that they love growing things or whatever, but there's a real business aspect to this about learning how to make this something that you can do as a career. Uh, can you talk a little bit about more about that and how, what kind of business elements you wrap into the program? Yeah. Um, in our farm school, we, um, the students spend about, I would say maybe a third of their time working on business aspects. Um, you know, they specifically develop business plans for their for future farms and Brooke Anderson is our instructor for that that uh, that kind of um, course in our program, mm-hmm. and she is you know she works with them one on one. She uh, just is a is a great instructor. They give presentations of their business plans at the end of the year to the whole group, and they get feedback. And um, it's you know the I think for many people who are interested in 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 farming, uh, the business side of things are not as intuitive as going out and getting your hands dirty. And right. so, you know, we talk a lot about record keeping, you know, marketing plans, identifying your market, you know, um, understanding your cost of production. So you know what to charge. Um, you're looking at different market at marketing opportunities versus, you know, right. direct to consumer versus wholesale. What are the pros and cons of both of those? Um, so it's a real in-depth approach, um, 
you know, financial spreadsheets, like, I think it's, I would say it's everybody's, like, no uh, worst fear, right, but it is, right, a, right. it is um, a big hurdle for a lot of people. Um, and, um, you know, they might not have it 100% nailed. Not everybody will have it 100% nailed on when they leave, but sure. at least they'll understand, like, what these, um, you know, spreadsheets are. So Yeah, and so, you know, if you're, you're out there talking about it, it's not an MBA, this is, but you're getting the exact amount of business knowledge that, that, that will be applicable to, to becoming a farm operation. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, big picture, who do people need to contact if, if you're, uh, well, we'll take this two ways. If you're a potential student out there, if you're some, you know, someone here hearing this and thinking, I'd like to learn more, I'd like to go out on my own and and do something like this. Um, who do, who do they need to get into contact with? How do they follow their dream? Yeah, well, there's a couple of different things. Um, I will, uh, I also, I, well, I want to let everybody know that we do have a couple of open houses coming up this summer. So that's a really great opportunity for anybody who is interested in the programs to get like a firsthand picture and talk to our instructors and talk to some of our farmers um, to, re- to get a real sense of what the programs are like. Um, so, so if you're curious, that's a really good opportunity yeah. right there. Um, we'll also have um, uh, a virtual open house as well. So okay. if you're located, you know, a little farther out, um, that's another really good way that, you know, we're going to have some videos and sure. also instructors again. Um, I am always available for anybody who wants to um, talk about some of the details of what our programs entail. And um, you can feel free to, to give my email and, and phone number out to anybody um, if you have like show notes or something that you, that you want to share. Um, and then also just, you know, check out our website. It's, uh, caff, dot dot edu or edu. Okay. Yeah. I was going to ask for a website, so thank you very yes. much. And if, oh, I would also say that we have, you know, we have some great people that are active, uh, doing our social media, um, Amy and Kaylin do a really fantastic job of keeping our Facebook and Instagram uh, pages updated. Um, so that's a really good way to find out, you know, what's happening, um, right. what's going on. So if, if you're not really Facebook people, you can sign up for our newsletter on our website. So if people are searching though, if they, you know, if they've, they've heard this and they're kind of just, they don't have it nailed down. Should they search for CAF or do they search for Center for Arkansas? Obviously Center for Arkansas Foods and Farms and Food would work, but is, mm-hmm. is CAF that's going to... Yep, it should pop up either way. Okay. Or even farm school, farm school would um, should come up. There's a couple other farm schools across the country, but we should be, you know, in that that search sure. um, list. So, in and same same sort of process. If 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 there's a farmer out there, it's hearing this and says, you know, I, I wouldn't mind taking on uh, someone in the internship program. Yeah, uh, they reach mm-hmm. out to you as well and check out the website, Absolutely. that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, if you want to go ahead and give your email address, uh, you know, for people that may be interested, that may be a good, uh, easy step that people can take. Right yes, away. absolutely. It's Heather F as in Frederick mm-hmm. at U A R K dot E D U. All right. Well, look, I, I appreciate your time today. I think this is a really interesting program and, uh, I, uh, I'll be interested to hear how it, how it continues to go and, and track some of the, uh, progress of your students. 
Yeah, thanks so much, Rob, for having me. It's been a pleasure. That's it for this week's AgCast. We're going to take a two-week spring break starting next week as we make some adjustments to our format and our studio. We'll be back the last week of April with some changes that we think you'll like. 